0: It's like Rush Hour, only not funny,
1: non-action-packed,
0: and didn't even make it into the theater.
1: This is Collision Course on Stinker Madness.
0: What's that smell? I
2: don't
0: know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yucky. Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rides, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Big for that. Throw me.
2: Hey, look at me! No what? Hang on. It stinks. Higher! This is a yeah. Stinker Madness.
1: Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. It's a podcast about people sitting around talking about people and loving people and having people and
0: being people, people. People loving. People loving you.
2: (laughs) Cha-cha-cha-cha.
0: Yeah, that's how that song ends.
1: Uh, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always uh, Sam and Jackie. Uh, This week, it's Jackie's pick uh, starring, uh, well, I guess it is starring on the podcast, a movie called Collision Course that stars, quote-unquote, Jay Leno and Pamarina. Jackie,
3: to you. Sorry. <laughs> That's all I can really say. <laughs> it looked so cool. Yeah. Uh... And, you know, I read the description and I thought, this could be something. This could be so bad mm-hmm. and and have a, a few good jokes in there that it's completely redeemable. Right. Right. And, mm, well.
1: Yeah, it was mostly just nothing <laughs> happening other than some not casual racism some pretty out front, hey, look at us. We're a bunch
3: of
0: fascists. Yeah, we're very I, racist. Apparently. I kind of
3: wondered if that didn't have a lot to do with the fact that it was a movie about cars, and at the time, in the kind 90s, of, yeah, but... um, you know, the big manufacturers in Detroit were all going under.
1: Right. No, they. I think that they beat that over our heads in this movie.
3: And But still, I thought it was in poor taste. Oh, it's incredibly
1: poor taste.
3: Like, like it, it detracted from the story for me. It was like, God... What was that when they call him a towhead?
1: Yeah, well, let's let's not repeat all the words that are uh, used in this film. I did not even know I'm, that
3: that one existed.
1: Uh, it's not towhead. Uh, Toehead would
0: be a blonde person. Yeah.
3: Oh. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, it it just became offensive after a while. Uh huh. And it it kind of it bothered me. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I mean, I don't.
1: I'm not gonna like throw Jay Leno under the bus. You know, hell, oh, that man shouldn't have had a career for this racist film. But you kind of got to look at the script and be like,
2: "Um, I don't like these
1: words. I plan on being a talk show host at some point And I don't want this
0: coming back to bite me on the ass. See James Gunn for history reference. Yeah. He had to uh, talk about this movie on Carson.
1: Oh, uh, on when he was
0: when he was still a comedian and he was a guest on Carson. Oh, OK. Not when Before he-, he took over the yeah, job. Right, right, right. Carson's like, hey, collision course. And he's like.
1: Fuck my life. Could you try that one more time? I want to hear that Johnny Carson impression again. That was a bad Johnny Carson. Hey,
0: it's me, Johnny (laughs) Carson. (laughs) Ha, I'm Johnny Carson. Go Cubs! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, I meant to do it like that. Uh, Jay, how about a collision course?
3: Uh, What happened there, buddy? (laughs) I wish I would have been in a collision course. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I wanted to be ran over while making that movie.
3: Uh, And
0: then Steve Martin, at one point, when he was on The Tonight Show... Zapped him with a clip from it when he was supposed to be Ooh. playing a clip from a Steve Martin movie. Oh, like the, he, he played the part where I get shot in the ass. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, you gotta. I mean, come on, you gotta. You gotta
1: face your demons there, Jay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was excited this week too because I've been trying to find a copy of this. this things like. This has been buried forever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is the first, like, good copy that surfaces this streaming version here. Oh, on HBO Now. On HBO declare. Now. Yeah. It has been very hard to find for about 15 years. Yeah.
3: Did Jay Leno do any other movies other than this one? Do you know? Yeah, he's
0: done a few. And So, right after this one, he sort of is when he takes over for Carson, probably a couple of years after this, but... uh Prior to that, he'd actually done bit parts in movies all the way back to 1977, and it's sort sort of various and uh, frequent enough that I didn't care to list all of them. Yeah. Mm,
1: okay. I thought he was in like his big one that wasn't this one. Uh it was like a, a, a canine cop type movie. I don't think
0: so. Yeah, maybe. maybe. but He was uh, pedestrian
3: number three in that movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was Mike Starr in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Because Mike Starr shows up in this movie like, hey, Mike Starr, he's dumb and dumb, and then he just, like, fucks off. Like, oh, bye, Mike Starr. Right. He didn't even really get to be a mean bowler guy.
1: Right, right, right. How do they know I got kids? Yeah. Uh, what else you got, Sam?
0: Okay, so uh, Louis Teague, director of such fine films as... Navy Seals and Cujo Hmm. is the director. He's done some movies that aren't completely terrible, but But
1: that's a that's a. If you make that the the three that you focus on, those are vastly different films. Yeah, I mean, they all stink. They all stink.
0: He also did a. What was the Jewel of the Nile? The sequel to *Romancing yeah, the Stone*, which yeah. wasn't nearly as good Ooh, as the first one. That it's, one
3: was a pain to watch. Uh, I don't
1: think
0: it was a pain, but man, it stinks next to Jewel- *Romancing the Stone*. Rob Reiner did *Romancing the Stone*. Yeah. That's a fucking yeah. hard act to follow. Right. But uh, yeah, so but he came in late. Originally, Bob Clark, Black Christmas guy, yeah. he was going to yeah, do right. it. And uh, Tom Noonan and Bob Clark rewrote the script because it was so bad. Uh-huh. But when they fired Clark, they wouldn't let him use the Noonan script. Oh, so no. they went back to the original <laughs> script. And it was this script that they used. No, I like the shitty one. And Let's <laughs> do that. And, like, Noonan isn't big enough to say no to these things at this point. Right. He's are like, I guess I'll still be in the movie. No. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, because uh, what's Last Action Hero
0: 93? Yeah. That's
1: right Like so, right before this. So this is actually shot right in after. 87.
0: Oh, wow. Because they ran out of money on the last day of filming. <laughs> okay. Which you don't want to run out of money. Like, that's, so, oh, they almost made it. No, they didn't almost make it. Cause you still have to pay for post-production, right? Yeah, you
1: right? got all the fucking booth work.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they ran out of money on the last day of shooting, and they still had... Or the last day of scheduled shooting, mm-hmm. uh, they probably still had more than one day of shooting left. Right, got to do um, reshoots. It, well, they apparently lost two scenes. Okay, would so, they have made the movie go. How, <laughs> how do you
3: how do you lose scenes?
0: We you run out of money, you don't have enough money to shoot the new scenes. You they were like, we got to shoot these scenes still, but they yeah, can't because they're not like, money.
1: It's not like where'd the scene go. Somebody find the scene. And then you go walk around your neighborhood and put up posters. Lost scene. Well, you can lose scenes that
0: way, too. That's happened before where you lose (laughs) the cans. Right. Like, what happened to that film that we shot, Steve? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh. Ah, what? It turns out I took it home, Uh, put it in my garage,
1: (gasps) and then poured hot grease all over it.
0: I got really drunk and I don't remember. (laughs) Tried to put my penis in it. Yeah. I think some lady named Starla has them now.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> maybe Starla. I don't know. I don't know what. Go
0: on, was. like go find her. Yeah, we well, have yeah, Pat Marino say that they they lost two scenes. I just don't think that two scenes could have helped any of this. No, to no, be honest. No. Well, but, if they
3: were as good as when they you know they drove through the ghetto. Yeah. And showed all the yeah. uh, the the crumbled buildings because that scene was important, right? No, it's just making a
1: statement on the decline of Detroit.
3: I can see though, like how these other two scenes might have saved the movie. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, but beyond
0: that, they uh, had to. They, it took them two years to find the funds to edit it, and once they got it done. This shit ain't going to the theaters. It went right onto video shelves, and that's where it was the only way to find this was VHS mm-hmm. before now.
1: Right, your blockbuster.
3: Now, was this yeah. before, or after the Karate Kid? Oh, a-
0: after,
1: after. Well, it would have been shot kid? right about right after Karate Kid, but released much later. Karate Kid was, I think, eighty six.
0: Okay. Yeah. He got nominated for Academy Award for that. Pat Morita did. Yeah.
1: Really? That's I supporting. Don't know if that's accurate. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen The Karate Kid in so long that I don't want to, like, rake him over the coals for the movie not being good. Uh, well, he might have done a fine job.
3: Sure, but come on. Really? <laughs> I People mean,
0: like that movie a lot. I mean, I'm not
3: sure why. Come on. I do like that movie. Uh, I sure. would have been in the black dojo. The Cobra, Cobra Kai? Yeah. Sweep the leg, Johnny? Yep, sweep the leg. Wasn't that Joe Piscopo? Or no, it was Martin
0: Cove. Yeah, right. Joe Piscopo and Martin Cobra not even close to being the same guys
2: (laughs) wasn't that Joe Piscopo Joe Piscopo the leader of the Cobra Kai I mean
1: what a great cast right no Uh, (laughs) Joe Piscopo cannot be the leader of Cobra Kai
0: so that's pretty much the size of what happened with that movie is that they ran out of money it sucked to begin with and Tom Newton rewrote the script and it may or may not have been good right God knows
1: (sighs) Do We want to bring attention to anybody else in the film. Oh, Ernie Hudson stops by.
3: Uh, yes, he
0: does. Oh, so the, the prince's
3: Bride. Prince Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck is in this movie. Is Passer, uh,
0: Chris Sarandon. The reason that Susan Sarandon's name is Sarandon.
3: She she was married. married
0: huh. She was married to Chris when her career started, and she just never changed her name when they got divorced. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. That is weird. Wild yeah, stuff. It is not her maiden name. It is his name.
1: Huh. I thought she was boning uh, Kevin Costner around then
0: no right. and it wasn't kevin costner it was chris Rob, tim robbins oh yeah tim robbins from yeah, Bul- right, other right. guy in bull durham yeah uh, and they got married yeah it wasn't just stooping i guess it uh-uh. was a long and loving relationship that she eventually canned his ass i guess she's,
1: he's like do you want to change your name and be susan robbins and she's like no i'm good with being mrs humperdink oh yeah. you know you know that guy's got such presence that uh you know, an illustrious career. I'm trying to latch onto his coattails, a la the Coppola name. Sure, Prince Humperdinck. Really, Susan Sarandon.
0: <laughs> he does some other stuff. What? Like, he was in. Uh, he was in Child's Play, the oh. first one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for like ten minutes. I didn't No, I thought he was one of the main. The... Uh, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was. Uh,
3: what's his name? Billy's dad or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Um. Who else? I'm. I'm not gonna blame Susan Sarandon though, because. That's just a killer name, Susan Sarandon.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is a good stage name. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, obviously, Tom Noonan. Tex uh, Cobb. Tex, Randall Tex Cobb. Tex Randall Cobb. Randall yep. Tex
0: Cobb. Randall Cob. Tex Cobb. Cob.
3: Who was the... Um, I, I could have sworn that the guy in the bowling alley scene, I think his shirt said, like, Big Nate or something like that. Yeah, that's... Uh, Big
0: Johnson is what it said.
3: Are right, you talking about how do they know I got gas? The gas man?
0: No, that's Mike Starr. Right.
3: No, I'm talking about the other guy. Um, not to, I'm not trying to be racist, but he was the black guy with oh the, my God! the black guy, Jackie. <laughs> the the black guy with the, um, this is big
0: Johnson <laughs> on his shirt.
3: Yeah. Really. With the, the seafoam green bowling shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't, wasn't he in the NFL?
0: I don't know. I who don't know. He
3: was.
1: he was a big dude. He was a big dude. He, he was arguably one of the best uh, parts of this movie.
0: So his shirt was one of the only funny jokes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right? It's just that they made such a big deal about showcasing him. hmm that I was like, I, I'm pretty sure he was on the Detroit Lions team at the time. Ooh, okay. I, I don't, know, don't think he was.
1: NFL historian yeah, Jack.
3: <laughs> the Bring Detroit
0: Lions. It. Bring in the Tiki Barber facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, shut up, you two. It's actually, Jerry Ball. No. That is not Hall of Famer Jerry uh, Ball.
1: Yeah, mean uh, Joe Frank from <laughs> the uh, Pittsburgh
0: uh, Metal Guys, right? <laughs> That's Bob Stevens from the uh, Buffalo Bearcats. The the San
1: Francisco 69ers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That'll move the
0: chains.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys ready on this? Yeah. uh, This will ever be. All right, uh, imagine a film where you're panning over Detroit in 1987 uh, via helicopter stock footage to be my dee Ooh, I love Detroit. Oh. It's like fucking Randy Newman is narrating the fucking Randy Newman would do a much better job.
3: <laughs> yeah, he would have. Okay,
1: but barely. <laughs> she would have been no, like,
3: Cadillac, <laughs> Ford, <How> many GMC, <laughs> look at them all. In the city, this is Detroit. You guys dun, know dun, dun, he's won dun. like
0: multiple Academy Awards for scoring films. Radio right? human stinks. <laughs>
2: I it's,
1: love L.A. Fuck that song. You know he also <laughs> co-wrote Garth, the Three Amigos. God cards. damn it! God damn it! You're absolutely right, and I suck. <laughs> Three Amigos is the finest film that's ever been made. Um, so it's a little weird to begin with, and then this like shitty boobie, doop
0: happens throughout the entire movie. Yeah, they start bebopping and scatting, and before they even get to that sequence, there's this outwardly long graphic title graphic yeah. that sucks really bad that's that animated yeah, you can't that read you can't read. read. <laughs> the, the it's the it's
3: a, I think it's supposed to be a bumper.
0: Right. It's wrong. Because
3: it, that's how the movie starts, right? It's like, mm. and then collision course.
2: Buckle up.
1: You're going to be in for an exciting
3: ride. I don't think you are. No, you're not. You probably should
1: have uh, had the title card be a Prius, maybe. I don't
0: know. Um, I didn't have. Well, I, they did. The first car was about as boring as a Prius. Wasn't it like a like a hatchback Maxima or something like that. Oh, the very first car.
1: Well, the very first car is the, uh, oh, 1959 no. Corvette. That, that is very nice
0: Those so, are just really good looking cars.
1: The 59 Corvette or the, the C ones. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty hot shit, man. Uh, you know, as, as a uh, great film actor, uh, Bill Paxton once said, uh, it's not even that fast, but man, the vet gets them wet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I got a little dick and it's pathetic.
0: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you had some time in between the two, though. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there was a whole movie in yeah. between those scenes.
1: Um, yeah. So uh, Leno's cruising around in his 1960 or 59 vet. Um, I wrote it down as a 60. I think it's a 60. I think they screwed that up. But anyways, um, he runs up next to these guys that are uh, driving like a, a fucking. Uh, it's
0: a 74 with a blower. A Camaro. Camaro.
1: Uh, it's like bitching. And they're eating pizza. And he's like, I want some of that pizza. Give me some pizza. I got a moon face. This and- is
0: where we get the we are been tipped off that this isn't going to be funny at all. Right. Because they're just it's just rambling. It's like oatmeal comedy. Right. It's just awful. Yeah. They're not being funny. They're not communicating ideas. They're just talking at each other in a silly way. Uh huh. While they're about to race, I guess.
1: I guess. Maybe. it's Like, it's taking a long time. Eh, let's not race for pinks. Let's race for pie. And uh, finally, eventually, they start taking off. He gets pulled over immediately by the cops and uh, license and registration. He's like, you fucked up. I was undercover. Yeah, ex-
0: well, on those
1: guys. Was he undercover? No, like- he
0: was He was just racing those guys. And I got to go back to these guys to say, i to get the pizza. Right. It's a nice car. You don't eat pizza in the car. They've got an entire pizza box yeah, in no. the front seat. It's going to get pizza everywhere. It's
1: like you you hit the gas and that pie is going to fly off the dash and into your face and then you're going to crash through a blooming You mentioned the guy's launching pineapples all over the floor. <laughs> what? They put pineapples on pizza? That's disgusting. I could see that that
0: was a Hawaiian pizza.
1: Oh, well, there you go. It had go. pineapples on it. Did you know that the internet uh, passed uh, our uh, the politics of, of Twitter... Uh, The second hottest topic on the internet of the Twitter and Reddit right now is whether pizza should have pineapples on it. Like, it it should be illegal. Some people fucking hate it that much.
2: How?
0: how? I I love it. Yeah, I mean, I actually am the guy that just can go either way with Hawaiian. I got no problem with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just, how can you
1: hate it? Uh, Did you know that the inventor of the Hawaiian pizza uh, was a Greek man who lived in uh, Chicago? Never been in Hawaii. Just called it Hawaiian. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact.
0: Fun fact. <laughs> Not well, Tiki Barber. I learned
1: yeah. that during this whole fucking hot pineapple pizza debate.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Huh. Uh, so, anyways.
0: They race. Yeah. He pretends that he was after him. Yeah. So that he doesn't get a ticket. I guess. And he, like, lets them go, too. Uh-huh. And then he hits on the lady cop.
3: Yeah. TJ Hooker. I'm going to need your uh, phone number, your home number.
0: Yeah. He uses
3: that line so much. Uh-huh. In this movie, it's like his pickup line. Yeah, and you just look at him and think, no, no, nobody's gonna give you their phone number. Uh And he's like to this
1: lady cop, like uh like she's fucking Heather Locklear, but and she's uh, she's just... more like Ferris Bueller's mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, I wouldn't go out with her because <laughs> I'm kind of a troll, but. Right, but he's uh, supposed to
1: be, like, yeah. this super... His character is portrayed as, like, this... Oh, wow. He's man. Magnum P.I., right? Right, 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 right.
0: You no, know, and she's just like, I'm Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, goddamn, that Phyllis is hot, right, Ernie Hudson? He's like, who? What? No, I guess... <laughs> What yeah, are you? Two, why, uh, why are we talking? Why about are we this? talking about this? Yeah. I am afraid no ghost. <laughs> oh, boo! boo.
3: <laughs> what he was in the Ghostbusters? He was,
0: but he was actually kind of scared of them. Too soon, if you remember. Daddy, too soon.
3: <laughs> too soon for Ghostbusters. Yep. Too soon, man. Oh my god! Whatever. Pa- painful
1: memories.
0: <laughs> Ghostbusters two wasn't very good.
1: Uh, it's awful. I wa- I was like, all right, let's do this. Maybe this is an episode. It's unviewable. It's unviewable. It's yeah. awful. Um, the new Ghostbusters wasn't very good either. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's, a, he's a, he's a cop. He's a robbery detective. Right. They have that? Yeah. Maybe that not, they like, got under that. A, I thought it was under like, uh, a different division. Like, like you got vice homicide and then the fuck ups arse, larceny. Is that what, I mean, but I thought Larson, like all that was
0: lumped in with like, uh, all those mid-level crimes, like. You're not cool if you do these crimes like grand larceny yeah I could think that there would be a but that's like FBI shit yeah I don't know if they have this I don't either
3: well either way he's terrible at his job
0: yeah he's not as bad as the murder guy that guy stays. <laughs> that, that murder guy is
3: wow cops certainly do not look like that anymore <laughs> I have not seen a cop that portly in in quite some time the captain
0: was more portly yeah the captain was a bit... Like, these are all... Jay Leno's not a slender man. Right. But he's not as fat as every other cop with this Ernie Hudson. And they like, the only two not giantly, morbidly obese cops in this entire precinct.
1: Yeah, because if he was a slender man, he would have turned Johnny Carson into a tree. Oh. Hey. Uh, oh. Meanwhile, back in Tokyo, uh, Pat Morita is uh, going into Cop HQ, um, whatever you want to call that over there. And... Uh, hey the Tokyo police station. Yeah, what? sure. Um, but it seems a little bit higher up than just some police station. Sure. Yeah, you know. He's got, he's got a magistrates boss.
0: magistrates of crime enforcement.
1: Yeah, where
0: they cut off your pinky if you fuck up. That's the uh, Yakuza.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not the police. That's different?
1: Yeah. Um, so he gets an assignment uh, to go to Detroit to track down this Oshima guy. Who, let's just spoil the entire plot right now because it's not interesting. Well, they also say at this point, too, that... Well, there's a little little espionage, a little secrecy
0: behind it. Yeah, that. industrial espionage is the plot line of this film.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he's stolen a turbocharger... And taking it, uh, this prototype, sure, uh, to uh, Detroit to sell it to this manufacturer of Jared Motor Company. I think that's so. That's the whole thing. And there's the guy's like, name
0: uh, is Derek Jared. Derek. And the Jared. name of the car, because it took me a while to get this sorted out. Uh-huh. The name of the car is the Starburst. The Jared Starburst. Because I thought he was Jared Starburst <laughs> for quite a while, and I was like, Jared Starburst, weird name.
1: Yeah, that's like a. Uh, that's like one of those shitty we're going to start a new comic book franchise to yeah. get, you know like he's going to be part of the superman universe but uh what would be this new character's name jared starburst
0: yeah. yeah and then like the kid that reads it was like well they came up with somebody shittier than adam warlock <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so he's supposed to go find this guy get the part back i guess because the uh dotson really wants this turbocharger or whatever yeah
0: uh, Isn't it a Pontiac uh, Firebird with a bunch of plastic Yeah, the, the on it? Jared Starburst is yeah. a fucking Firebird. I thought it was a, a, an SX, but it's not. Yeah.
3: It looks cool. Does it? it? Does it? I thought it did.
1: Um, kit looks cool. This is just like a, a Fiaro with a bunch of stuff glued to it. It sucks. It sucks, Jackie. I thought it was
3: pretty cool looking. Oh,
1: all right. Yeah, look, I, look, if you want to get a fucking Trans Am and turn it into that, I'm not going to stop you. No. I think it would be cool.
3: I would want... I would want the Trans Am with like the great big, the uh, Firebird, the Firebird, yeah. yeah, with the with the wingspan, and yeah, the t go- tops. Would and- you want
1: the gold one with the black Firebird, or the, the black f- one with the gold? Firebird? You want smoking in the bandit Firebird? Yeah, I think you want you want the black car. one. Yeah, you know what? I'll t- I'll take them both. How's that? Why not? Yeah, I'd be bitching, and then just do fucking
3: donuts around each other. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How often do you buy tires? Every weekend.
3: I think I would drive it around and hit on old people. What? And hmm. I'd be like, hey, what's up? I'm like your walker.
1: <laughs> I need my medicine. <laughs> you
3: want to ride, old man?
1: No, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm afraid
2: of you.
1: <laughs>
3: Get in the car. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> the staff at the nursing home was like, that lady's back with her firebird vibing it out front again. Yeah. <laughs> Can we call the police for that? I don't think we can. Yeah,
1: Jackie's totally tannicating. Tawny- 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 You're on the hood. Yeah, what is that lady's
0: deal? What, what is she doing out there? <laughs> Old people.
1: Um. Anyway, so uh, uh he gets sent over uh, uh to find this thing, I guess. Uh, but uh, Oshima has been caught by Tom Noonan and. His right-hand man, Randall Tex Cobb, mm-hmm. and they want the prototype for free,
0: I guess? Because I they work for Jared, Derek? They are freelancing right here. I don't know what they're doing. Because they're like, oh, we tried to let you do it the easy way. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys talking I about? I just got here. This is just like how we're doing this. And we're like, nope, we're going to fucking beat the shit out of you and put you on a crane. That'll teach you. And he's like, teach me for what? I came here to deliver the part that you are
1: wanting. You told me to meet you at the docks. And now I'm upside down.
3: That's kind of what I got out of it was like the meat was right there and they didn't even give this guy a chance to talk. He's getting out of his car and they beat the hell out of him string him up and he has a heart attack. Yeah, he dies. He's dead. He dies. <laughs> and, and he was going to tell them it's it's right there inside that piece of shit rental car. He brought it like you asked.
0: Yeah. And then the other, their boss is actually just watching this whole thing go down in his car. Yeah, Humperdinck's
1: being a weirdo. Yeah, jerking it. He's the... like,
0: "Oh, you fucking killed him!" And they're like, "Yeah, well, we,
3: sorry about that.
0: We Oops. did go about this in a very poor fashion.
3: <laughs> fucking dumb." <laughs> Let's go get some hot dogs. So they yeah. leave. Yeah.
1: Set up that barbecue dance club.
0: <laughs> yeah, they. Well, they go apparently to a, a junkyard. Right. Going to crush. This guy in a car. Yeah, to hide the evidence. To hide the evidence.
1: Which the junkyard manager spots him and is like, hey, what are you guys doing here? Get out of here. And they shoot him in the chest with a what,
0: Sam? Well, we got to do it. We got to play it like they played it. Because we see this and we're like, did you just get shot by a fucking laser gun? (laughs) Right. Because that's what it looks like. But then when the crime scene scene happens, They say that it's a gyrojet rocket gun, (laughs) (laughs) and you're like, "Oh Ah. shit, this thing's getting heavy because it's got industrial espionage and secret weapons." But the gyrojet rocket gun all but fucks off for the rest of the movie; never fires again. Yeah,
3: you know that really, I (laughs) the name of that. I'm not gonna lie, reminds me of like a really expensive deal, though. Mm, Yeah, 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 yeah. gyrating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the... uh,
3: Rocket.
1: The chest penetrator 3000. Wait, wait, what? What? You don't put that
0: into the... The hole... Okay, every... Hole maker. That's how Jeffrey Dahmer uses dildos, (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
1: That's weirdo. Creator of new penis locations. (laughs) 3000. (laughs) Wow,
3: you just went somewhere dark, my friend. Yes. It sounds Uh, like sticking your fist
1: into a bucket of mayonnaise. (laughs)
3: You know, we're, we're trying to give you a chance to redeem yourself yeah, here. Yeah, you we you just keep digging it deeper. No, nope, I'm
0: pulling the rope up. You can just stay <laughs> down there.
3: <laughs> um, So he's
1: dead, and Jay Leno is like, eh, eh, uh, oh, hey, that was my old partner. Now he's a junkyard guy. Uh, what the hell? I loved him. Let's go find the, his killer. And yeah. like, the link is the gun.
0: Gyrojet rocket gun. <laughs> <Right>.
2: Of course.
1: <laughs> if only we could find the Gyrojet rocket gun, we could uh, piece this mystery together.
3: But they do find a hotel key for the Riverside Hotel.
1: Yes, right, which is where he basically goes next after some shenanigans with Ernie Hudson and this guy. But we, we don't really care about that.
3: Well, uh, I I want okay, to say right. that the product placement, <clears throat> these were the products that I could remember.
1: Man, you love product placement. Uh, There's Kf- a lot of it in this shit.
3: Yeah, KFC, Pepsi. Pepsi. The Riverside Hotel, the... the um, Grand Prix, Toyota, 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 Toyota.
0: I thought Pepsi got hit harder than Toyota. Yeah, I saw Pepsi like fifteen times in this thing.
1: Anyways, uh, so they go to he goes to the hotel to check this this place out. This key card, and Marita has already beat him to that location. He's in there snooping around. He finds a, a roll of film, uh, the plans for the uh, the the Starburst car yeah. that's supposed to have this uh, turbo jet thing inside of it
0: revolutionary turbocharger Uh is it big because that's all you can do really right because that's one of the they at least did put a turbocharger in the end of the movie when you get to see it but it's like the only thing revolutionary would be making it bigger
1: or spin spin
0: faster no it's not revolutionary it's just making it bigger
1: well you can make them spin faster and you can make it colder
0: yeah
3: well Uh, if they you had already have, done
1: that in, yeah, by that time. right.
3: <laughs> and, and here's the thing. If you have the plans, you can just make a new one.
1: Yeah, well, right. But he, he doesn't have the plans to the turbocharger. He has the plans to the uh, Starburst that, that he's like, hey, this car suddenly has this turbocharger on it that I was sent to find. But he also. So
3: what was Oshima doing with it? He, he was stole. delivering
1: it to the, to the... The
3: plans? The people to work on... Yeah, Why does he have the fucking plans? Why does plans? he have the fucking plans That's a good
1: question.
0: I don't fucking know. That's stupid.
3: Stupid. Was he going to secretly take the plans back to, to Tokyo and be like, all right. Well, maybe they had to get a The, the uh, Starburst. Here's
1: the plans. Here you go, Dotson. You want to make this fucking Firebird <laughs> with a fucking...
0: Whale tail bolt, bolted onto it. Well, the engineers, because he was probably going to try to steal the design. He's a double agent, obviously. Uh-huh. Oh. So he's trying to steal the design. So to his homeland, and they're like, "The fuck do we want to build a car that big for? <laughs> That's stupid. That's just stupid." He's like, okay, well, I need to get these anyway to make sure this turbocharger will fit in here. And it doesn't.
1: What kind of mileage would that get? Uh, Because that's a concern over here in Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, Mileage? Mileage? Mm, It doesn't. No.
0: (laughs) It gets one.
1: Yeah. Well, that's generous, go a mile, a gallon.
0: (laughs) If it had less plastic on it, it'd go a little faster. Yeah.
1: All right. So Jay Leno shows up, and he's like, yeah, there's a man in here. I know it. I'm going to set a booby trap and think that make him think that he's left but he didn't he points a gun at Pat Marita and Pat Marita's like
0: shenanigans
3: they're they, flipping the light switches on and off like children
0: uh-huh it doesn't make any sense and then they have a fight and it's up there i'm i had i was struggling to think of a worse fight that i've seen on screen than the one the short-lived bout between Jay Leno and Pat Morita. <laughs> like, wow, you guys honestly did as bad as I've ever seen.
1: A uh, beer-bellied, uh, moon-faced man versus a five-foot-three old guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they weren't even really, like, they were mailing it in beyond that. Right. Like, they weren't moving fast or looking like they were even making impact with one another. And then, then Jay Leno just sort of falls down.
1: Yeah. And Pat Morita gets away. And then there's a foot chase inside the hotel. Which is
0: about as bad a foot chase as I've ever seen because it's Jay Leno chasing an old guy and neither one of them are fast. In,
3: in comedy fashion. Supposedly. Yeah. Well, Mr. Miyagi was pretty fast. Oh? I, Compared to Jay Leno. Yeah, he that's looks like what an old sucks is that
0: he seems slow for an old person <laughs> and Jay Leno is slower than him. <laughs>
3: I'm just saying, I would drive by and be like, hey, i to oh, get into God. the Camaro. Uh,
1: so, in this scene, I'm going to. Uh... <laughs> I'm
3: just kidding. I'm just kidding on that no, one. No, you're not. You want to
0: have sex with Pat Morita, and he's glad that he's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck <laughs> that, you. that actually went a little. That, that landed a little harder than I thought it was going to. I'll apologize for that. <laughs> you were
2: such a jerk. Yeah, that one. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <are we> <laughs> he's glad he's dead.
0: Got out of hand real quick. Yeah, it escalated a lot faster than I thought it would. Rick, wow, were you holding sentence. a grenade? <laughs> oh,
3: oh my god! I'm so embarrassed now.
1: <laughs> Jackie just got hit in the chest with a pitchfork. <laughs> tried it. I'm sorry. That's the reference. Um, i have got a, I want to coin a phrase that's going to take off like wildfire here. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is what I like to call comedy pyrite.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, boom. that comedy
0: pyrite is like perfect because it's a cyclical <laughs> version of itself <laughs> right? It's an unfunny joke that describes an unfunny joke
1: yeah this whole scene is comedy pyrite because it's supposed to be comedy gold and it is not oh, no. uh eventually like i mean he pat marita hides in a fucking suit bag that was almost funny. No, it wasn't. I thought it was funny. You thought it was funny. Yeah. It would have been funny if he walked into a wall because he can't see shit. Yeah,
0: that would have been. Well, I thought it was just that, like, really, that's where we're going with this was, like, it almost made it funny for me.
1: Like Bugs Bunny. Huh. Huh. Uh, so he takes him in. He gets him finally. Well, you got
0: to the suitcase slide. Move. Oh, no, I don't. It, it sucks. sucks.
1: It's bad.
3: That's how he catches he him. Catches,
0: he catches a bullshit guy with a bullshit move, and you realize they're the worst cops ever. Oh, yeah. Ugh.
3: Well, he's not going to run.
0: Why? It doesn't need to. Jay Leno's f- running speed is slower than most people's right. walking speed. <laughs>
1: So he takes him into the cop HQ, and uh, he they finally figure out that he's a cop sent from Tokyo, and he should have gone into them and been like, "Hi, I'm here from Tokyo. I need to work with you guys on a case, uh, international uh,
0: crime." Or they should have sent like a secret agent, right?
3: Or an email.
0: Or an email would have been nice. Or an email. They should have fucking should, or a call. They should have <laughs> sent Sonny, Sunny, Sunny Shiba. Oh, boy. <laughs> a wear cop Well, I, I mean, the man of a thousand <laughs> deadly forms.
1: Uh, yeah, they sort of should have. Or uh, um, uh, Jimmy Wang Yu from... Uh,
0: he's from Hong Kong. The man from Hong Kong, as it were.
1: Yeah, the man from Hong Kong. That wouldn't have worked. Uh, yeah. But I'd like to see Jimmy Wang Yu anyways. I
0: like Jimmy Wang Yu, too.
1: Um, So they're like, oh, well, if he's a cop, I guess he kind of gets to do whatever, let him go.
0: He still has broken the law, I think. Right. Uh, Resisting. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But Jay Leno's like, all right, I'm going to stake him out. I'm going to follow this guy. Yeah.
0: He should be in jail overnight and Leno should be fired. Oh, man. Boy, howdy. And then so should everybody else in that precinct.
1: So he follows him to the mall. Jay Leno follows Marina to the mall. And uh, he drops off the film that he picked up at the photo developer. Sure, of One hour of Oshima's. Photo. Yeah, and uh, Jay, so Jay Leno's like, "Yeah, uh, what's on the what's on the film? I want to see that. I'm a cap. Uh, also, can I go out with you and uh, give me your home phone number? And I, uh, aren't you seventeen?
0: Yeah, is that legal in Michigan?
1: Probably. It's yeah. Legal most places. Disgustingly.
0: Is, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> New
3: Jersey. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. I will mention, though, because mm. this thought just came to mind. Uh-oh, this should be not safe. It, it's totally safe. Okay, so you know that we're, t- we're picking on the, the fat cops.
1: Oh. I didn't know we were doing that, but go ahead.
3: Uh, Michigan is actually one of very few states that has an anti-retaliation uh, for discriminating against people who are fat.
1: Nice. Mm. Good for Michigan. Yeah. I like it.
3: So, you know what? Way to go,
1: Detroit. Yeah. Motor City. Uh you gave us Kid Rock. What the fuck?
3: Think we got Kiss out of there too, didn't and, we? And fucking RoboCop. And RoboCop and
1: Barry Sanders. And Barry Sanders. But Kid Rock. Ugh. Kid Rock.
3: Well, Ugh. you know what? Everybody's got the bad cousin or whatever that they're like, "Oh, yeah, mm. that guy."
1: Mm. Who made him look? Um so anyways, so he Pat Morita manages to give Jay Leno the slip. And uh, so now he can't find him. But he's like, I'm going to be back for that photo stuff. Yeah,
0: right? like he's really overly concerned that he's been given the slip again. It's like, he has to come back in an hour. Yeah, he's got to get that stuff.
1: Just stay yeah. there. Anyways, elsewhere, the uh, the Jared Starburst is being revealed to the public yep. for the first time. Which seems to me like the movie's over now because they didn't stop the... The Derek Jarek Starburst from, I mean that that yeah. turbo's on cars.
3: It's gone into production. Yeah, we people thought. can buy that. Well, no, they say that during the interviews that this car is not in production. It is being revealed at this time. But it's so it they're at the car show. Well, it it's not in production. Well, it's it, pretty it would fucking like, close. It would be like going to a car show and seeing like a, a brand new mercedes that is not yet in production no,
1: you got you know you usually do that about six months before you start selling that car so uh i, I think yeah. people are gonna be like hey what kind of car is that and what's it got on it well it's got this fucking fancy ass turbo that we still i mean we uh made yeah. um can i walk that one back no you get to go to jail mm. i think it's too early in the film to release the jared Starmers uh, anyways um but it turns out that uh yeah jared Derek jared Jerk. Terrible name, it's the worst. Uh, is uh, in the naughty business with uh, <laughs> Prince Humperdinck.
0: Yeah, the naughty business. <laughs> yeah, they're uh... industrial <laughs> espionage, aka the naughty business. Yeah, I don't
1: like it. It's naughty. So I don't even know who Prince Humperdinck is in this movie.
0: What's his? He's the mafia. Huh? Why do I they think... need the mafia? Well, no, he, they don't need him. So he borrowed money. From mm. Chris Sarandon's character, whoever does he even have a fucking name? Um I don't think he does. Yeah. But Prince Hupperty. Yeah. He gets mon- Derek Jared borrows Jeez. money from this guy. You just can't say it without like No, it's oh, the stupidest Derek Jared.
1: Derek Jarrett, I just said that.
0: And then I also want to be like, he went to Jared. <laughs> um, <laughs> why would you buy a ring from a my- A store that's named after a guy's first name. Probably placement on our show. I got my ring at Jared, and I got my pants at Steve. Uh, So he borrows money from Chris Sarandon's character, who may or may not have a name in the movie. And then he's like, well, it doesn't matter. You can't pay me back the loan because it was such a large amount that I basically have controlling interest in your company now.
3: Oh, yeah, so that's, you fuck yourself. And then they it's hit, mine
0: now. Yeah, that's what he said. And then they hit him with a nap and he starts hitting him with a napkin like, meh, <laughs> I own your business now. Here's a napkin in your face. <laughs> like, what are what are you people doing? Being dicks. That's, just, that's, they are. These are like, because they kill the guy rather than buy the thing from him. And now he's hitting a man with a napkin. These guys are just thugs they don't understand the game (laughs) the naughty business (laughs) the naughty naughty business business.
3: (laughs) they just do shit so they can be important you
1: said do shit um jay Lionel finds pat morita at the photo booth eventually um and follows him to uh the jared motor company headquarters where uh pat morita has apparently gotten a job and security
3: access as the maintenance guy No, dude, he just fucking steals a lawnmower, puts on the outfit, and drives right through the gate.
1: Then the security guys are like, oh, we do real good freaking
3: checks on everybody. You
1: have to have access codes and key cards and blah, 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 blah. I think they're
0: saying that, and they're just really shitty security guys. Oh, okay, they're idiots. I think
3: that this was supposed to be funny. It was supposed to be
0: funny. Oh, that. Because he bursts out of a shipping container on a riding lawnmower with a silly hat. Yeah. What could be funnier? Anything.
1: Anything. Literally.
0: Anything could be funnier than that.
1: So he goes in there. He, Jay Leno bypassed the security guys being stupid and finds Pat Morita in on the computer looking at the plans again for the Jared Starburst.
0: I, these, gotcha, These bitch. plans for the Jared Starburst seem like they're all over everywhere. Yeah.
3: They look like they're made by a spirograph.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's how we did it in the 80s. I think they've been putting hamburgers on them. There's so many of them.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's like, who cares? Yeah. So he's
1: like, "Yeah, hey, I got you. I'm gonna take you back to headquarters again. You're breaking the laws." And uh, Pat Morita's like, "No, now we're now we're partners. We're we're pals, right?" Uh, because they see on the way back a robbery, and Jay Leno goes and chases after the the guy that mugged a lady. Yeah. But Pat Morita breaks out of his handcuffs and smashes him in the face with a garbage can lid, making them bros. They're I
0: think they're besties now. I think. Jay has to be a little racist yet for a little while, but they'll eventually become best friends.
3: Over right. a bottle of 12-year-old scotch.
1: Yeah, right. See, I can't tell if he's like, I think he's pumping him for information when he takes him back to his ho- or to his apartment, which is a shithole, we should mention.
0: It is a shithole.
1: Uh, and fills him full of scotch. I think he's trying to get info about what yeah. this whole thing is.
0: It's a ruse. He's going to loosen him up. Right. But he doesn't know that you can't. You're not going to break a Japanese salaryman with, with alcohol. Yeah. Let's right. just say that. Yeah. They've, uh, they've conditioned themselves for that little game. <laughs> you will get drunk <laughs> under the table. Trust me.
3: Happened to you a few times, did it?
0: Just the one time all you need.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> to learn your lesson. They put the, uh, the rice wine on their uh, fruity pebbles in the uh, morning.
0: They, they, go at a, they go at a fevered rate that Westerners cannot manage to keep up with. I can drink a lot, but I can't drink a lot in one hour. It's insane.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, so he tries to get the information. He can't. He passes out. Uh, Pat Morita. The next morning, Jay Leno wakes up on this floor. I don't know if that's his usual sleeping spot. He
0: needs to wake up on the floor so that he can hit his head on the coffee table for this gag, which is funny. It's funny.
1: Okay. Uh, his apartment's been cleaned by Pat Morita in the in the night, so maybe he was faking the pass yeah. out.
0: No. Maybe, yeah, because he does. He he passes out in the product placement, yeah, Kentucky right. Fried Chicken, yeah, and uh, but then gets up super early, cleans the whole place, and makes coffee. Yeah,
1: uh, I don't know. Uh, he's like, I want to go to the auto show. Let's go find this Derek Jared guy and give him the business. And uh, Jaylen was like, All right, this is your one thing you get to do on this, which cracks the whole case.
0: Now, now Jay Leno believes that Pat Morita's onto something, uh, other than making coffee too. Yeah, hard. right. He calls him a son of a bitch.
1: So they're they're blocked from asking Jared any real questions by Tom Noonan. And Tom Noonan then grabs Jared from the auto show and takes him to his house.
3: No. Where where do they take Jared? They just just put him in a limousine and he's like, I don't want to get in the limousine. He fucks off. He's gone for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm.
0: He fucks off. He's drunk. He's drunk.
3: He's, In the back of the limousine. He's, yeah. about,
0: he's about to be joined by the gyrojet rocket guy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they follow uh, Tom Noonan. Well, do they follow Tom Noonan or Tex Cobb?
0: Uh, so here's what I think happens. They just go to Tom Noonan's house because they know where it oh, is. Oh, no, they go to the bowling alley first. Oh, that's right. They go to the bowling alley yeah. so that Mike Starr can be racist.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, and then they get into a uh, political rumble.
0: <laughs> you guys did this to yourselves with
1: the tariffs. Right. Hey, but we're trying to treat you with respect because we're ambassadors of America. You can't push this guy around. And they get into a huge rumble over uh, uh, global economics. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bowlers. Me- Think that you just don't want to go to Michigan if you're Japanese.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah, they will mistreat you terribly.
1: Well, no, they don't. They say, we're going to treat him with respect because he's an ambassador, uh, but we're going to have this uh, discussion. And then they get in a fight with, with Tex Cobb's guys because he's dissing Pat Marita.
0: Yeah this is the rumble, right? Yeah, rumble. This is where the old guy just beats the shit out of everybody. There's
1: an old guy kicking ass. <laughs> like, he just
0: shows up and lays Jay Leno out. Right. Like, you're. we have been conditioned at least this far to know that Jay Leno's one tough cop. Right. Where he's supposed to be. But some, like, 73-year-old dude just shows up and waxes <laughs> him. Like, eat shit, bitch. And you're like, whoa. And then he, he's beating other people up, too. Like, yeah,
1: it's just some random old dude. I guess, you know, that man loves bowling, and they interrupted it.
0: And he's fucking him up. Yeah. And Tex Cobb's doing a lot of ball punching. Yeah, right. He's a big-time cock puncher. <laughs> he is.
3: That's his move. Yep. Go for the cack.
1: Uh, so, anyways, they just leave. Like, <laughs> well, I guess we didn't get the info that we Job's went in there for. done. Yeah. All right. Okay, but they trace Tom Noonan back to his house somehow, even though his license plate only they, had a P.O. box. I don't know how they get back to Tom Noonan's house.
0: Yeah, they just know where he lives. Yeah, I guess. So they just go to his house. Right.
3: And then they try to do the cultural differences in living.
0: By This is
3: American house?
1: Because Tom Noonan how many has families a shitload of guns. Yeah. How
3: many families live here? Just one guy. It's like, oh, this is an American door. Uh huh. And then Jay Leno shows him the doorbell, and he's like, "Oh, a doorbell? We don't have those in Japan." And then they walk in. They find all the guns. He's like, "Oh, look at all these guns!" And Jay Leno's like, "Everybody's got guns like this,
0: except me. Jay Leno, I only have this one. Right, this <laughs> tiny one."
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, behind the case, this this uh, chest drawers. They find the, uh, the what do they find, Sam? <laughs> Help me out here again.
0: Uh, the gyrojet rocket gun. <laughs> All right, it's our man. He owns a what? Gyrojet rocket gun. <laughs> uh, case uh, open he, shut. He's got, like, bazookas. He's got canister launchers. Uh-huh. He's got fully auto. He has an arsenal. Right. But he hides the gyrojet rocket gun in this, like, bullshit hole in the wall. Right. behind a dresser. Like, why does it need to be hidden at this point, right. buddy?
3: because it's the Jesus dresser, and that's Jesus's gun. It's Jesus's gyrojet rocket gun? Yeah. Yes. The oh, Jesus
0: okay. gyrojet rocket
3: gun. <laughs> <laughs> he only uses that when it's time to serve justice. Yeah,
1: yeah, when he has to fight vampires. Um, But Noonan shows up, sees them inside, and he's like, you know what, you motherfuckers? I'm, 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 I'm doing this. I'll, I'll fucking go that far. Pulls a bazooka out of his fucking truck of his car and blows up his own house. Blows
0: up his own house and all of his shit. Right. There's a lot of guns in there.
1: Yeah, maybe try going in and, like, getting into a shootout. You can clean up bullets, but instead you just exploded your house, creating a giant fireball in yeah. the sky that I'm sure the police hel- helicopter is going to spot and
0: then come after your ass. It's, it's funny, too, because in the scene he's like... You're just They can see him through the window Fucking around in his trunk And they're like Oh look at him He's out there What's he up to? What's he up to? And then all of a sudden He pulls out a bazooka And you're like Oh Oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Through the rest of this scene too And probably because He had to rewrite it The one time It did seem to me That Tom Noonan Was one of the only actors That actually knew What was happening in the movie Maybe Because I didn't think That Pat Morita or Jalena Really had a good sense Of what was going on Around him at any point (laughs) And he seems rather comfortable In this scene
1: Okay uh, he doesn't explode them. They dive out the window, but uh, his house blows up pretty good. Uh, and uh, they hide behind a car because he's got now a, a super awesome shotgun, like an SAS 12 or something. something. Like that. Um, he's blasting at him. They sh- shoot at him, but he's got a bulletproof chest, a bulletproof vest on, and uh, can't be hurt by bullets.
0: Not even hurt by bullet. Like, whoa, what's that? I'll just wipe it off, this yeah. bullet. Yeah. They don't even cause impact to him. I got bullet schmutz on him. No. Then he blows up a grenade, blows up a car with a hand grenade. Right.
1: The car that they were hiding behind. So they have to run away from that and get on a train that's passing by, like uh, Hobo Bill
0: or whatever you yeah. call those uh, guys that ride in the caboose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a. Uh... All of a sudden, you know, boxcar willy for... Yeah, about, boxcar willy, there we go. ...for a couple minutes. But then the train just fucking stops. Yeah,
1: so they go like 10 feet on
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it, apparently Tom Noonan's character can walk as fast as the train anyway, because he's just still right there.
3: Right, 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 right. But there are large crates of melons. Just next to
1: the, where the train stops. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. One could infer that maybe the train was going to pick those melons up? Um... I am to infer that they just want to blow those melons up.
1: Yeah, they have to blow the
0: melons up. Because,
1: long story short, they chuck a grenade at Tom Noonan, who is duped into thinking it's the plans that he wants, and uh, gets exploded by this. Tom Noonan's dead, but there's not blood and guts sprayed everywhere from this exploding man. It's just watermelons.
0: It's the first three rows of the Gallagher show.
1: Yes, masking the explosion of a man that they can't find a way to do in the budget. Oh. Uh, you can just cut away, really, and then have a no, guy just, toss a bucket of fucking corn syrup at them.
0: No, you just uh, stick a bunch of melons in, in some coveralls. Yeah, right. <laughs> just blow it up. <laughs> we all know the difference.
1: That's a man. Um, they go to find Humperdinck, and he's giving a speech because he's donating $50,000 to a children's clinic. Is that what's.
0: He's. Got- <laughs> Well, they're going to break ground on the new free clinic that's in front of the free clinic. Right. <laughs> there's already a free clinic there. Yeah, I know that there's a need for more of these things, but let's not make it like Starbucks people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put them across the street from each other. Jesus. Mattress firm. <laughs> free clinic. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so they, and then they fucking are like, you suck, mister.
0: And he's like leave and what does he say he says something really stupid like i'm gonna be on your butthole right and you're like okay wait what and well, why you, now you're just harassing this y- guy you're not doing it. you're
1: just yelling at him at a public event they're like get these two fuckers out of here and they're taken out of there
0: but they go all new jersey on fucking leno's guys and they just start fighting each other right like he's like i'm uh the benefactor of detroit i am such a great man. That guy said something about my butthole. Kick his ass. <laughs> Kick his ass.
1: Uh, so the, he's suspended. He goes back to Cop HQ and it's, give me your badge and your gun, you son of a bitch. Yeah.
3: And he was like, you didn't have the badge, but I paid for this gun. He just walks out. I
1: don't think he did. Uh, That's and, what the guy
0: says. He's like, oh, I doubt it.
3: Right. <laughs> but I'm not going to take it from you. Uh <sighs>
1: So now he's suspended. They put Pat Morita in a cell because his airplane is taking off tomorrow, and they're like, you're going to stay the night here until you're taken there and get the hell out of our country. Yeah. Um, but he, Pat Morita escapes with the help of Jay Leno. Sure. Obviously. So then they just go to a fucking dance club barbecue.
0: I am and eat un- ribs. <laughs> clear what kind of establishment this is. Because it seems to have, like, a Hooters element with the waitresses. Uh-huh. But then there's, like, a jazz band. Right. And dancing. Have a, nightclub there's, dancing. There's a nightclub on the other side of this mini wall, and they're eating ribs.
1: They're eating fucking ribs. Like, it's fucking...
0: Like, they got barbecue sauce all over their hands like and it's face. Like, a
1: chuck wagon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> None of it makes any sense.
1: I want uh, this place to be real. I don't think I really enjoy it other oh, than I the think ribs. I ribs and dancing? Man, that sounds fun. I would
0: well, get tired of the noise after I got done with my ribs and I would just leave.
1: You just put uh, ribs in your ears to cover, uh, you know, it's like earplugs, but ribs. I would, would <laughs> want to eat those ribs too. Those are your uh, later ribs. Take no, those home.
0: <laughs> there's never later ribs with this guy, the ribs are all gone.
1: All right, so I don't know what they're doing here, but it eventually leads to Jay Leno finding a clue and a photo of a location where Oshima was at one point in time, which takes them to the
0: Duke's gang? No, they go to a garage.
3: Right, but what does this have to do with the Duke's gang? It gives them the general location of where this garage is at because Uh the Duke's control so much of the area.
0: Oh, yeah, Okay. All right. But the bad guys are onto it, and they show up at the same time. Right. Well,
1: they well, first they spend the night in this garage. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Oh,
0: yeah. They break in at night, and then it cuts to the morning. Yeah. Like, were they spooning under? Right. A, like, it, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, it doesn't take all night to look around in a garage for something, you know, is quite obvious.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty weird. But, uh, yeah, uh, Humperdinck's crew comes in with uh, Tex Randall Cobb, and uh, they get into a big shootout after shooting one of their own men in the dick. Uh, yeah. It was they a hostage.
0: Tried to do the hostage thing and mm-hmm. they blow the fucker away. Yeah, pretty bad. I think some of
1: those bullets would have gone through and hit the, Jay through. Leno. Yeah. Yeah. Big shootout. Uh, text Randall Cobb, dies, gets shot. Uh, but uh, Leno and Marita escape on a motorcycle. Oh, that's right. Buddy buddy Cop.
0: This is more way. comedy than yeah. that they thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, they chase them onto uh, the racetrack because the Grand Prix is happening at the same day.
0: Yeah, so you've got Pat Morita and Jay Leno uh, double on a small motorcycle winning the Detroit Grand Prix. Versus any cars. Couldn't, I mean, couldn't, you yeah, just couldn't, there's nothing that could be funnier than that, right? Right, no, nothing. Nothing could be funnier than that.
3: Uh, I didn't even think that that was a
0: joke. A shoe? A shoe can be funny. Shoes are funnier than that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but they find, they get oh, they get away after this fucking sequence somehow, and uh, they find out. I guess the, uh, the Humperdinck uh, revealed the plot. All the James Bond villain uh, at the garage that budget rental car has the uh, the prototype in it. In it.
3: Get ready for some hijinks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so they go to the budget, and it's a fucking Corolla. That, uh, it's a hatchback
0: a, something. It's either a
1: Tercella or a Corolla.
0: So it's not a It's a really small car.
1: Yeah. And a lady's renting it, and she is like, oh, it's fast! Whoa!
0: Yeah, there's some comedy. Yeah,
1: more shoot. of. Uh-huh.
0: She actually does say something, because they get her out of the car, and they themselves get into the super modified bullshit car. Uh-huh. What'd she say to him?
3: Give me back my purse, you motherfuckers!
0: I thought she said something. She called some shitheads. Yeah, that's right. She's like, "You
3: shitheads!" <laughs>
0: like yeah, that's It's kind of funny,
3: unintentionally. Uh, so
1: they're in the car. They're crashing it up pretty good. They're being chased by Humperdinck's men in their cars. They end up into a uh, uh, driving through all the boxes of fruit because you know, hey, well, you gotta we have to address this. this yeah. that
0: Justin called the garden. Called called the uh, farmer's market a fruit mall. It is a fruit mall. And we were watching the movies like, what is this, a fruit mall?
1: (laughs) Go from store to store and buy whatever kind of fruit you want. (laughs) It is a fruit mall. All right. So they they smash all the boxes. And then they crash the fucking prototype through a semi-truck. Yeah. Kind of, it seems on purpose. If there's no
0: other way to do it. You, they had to drive through the back of a moving truck. Right. And then. Oh, no,
3: this is a refrigerated truck because when they come out the other oh. side, there is. Um, what's that pink crap? Uh, insulation no. and the mm-hmm. air conditioner sure, unit comes yeah, out. Sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know why they crash it into it, but uh, the car's done. That's flipped over. They're banged up to They're, shit.
0: Like, this is. All of a sudden, this movie takes a very grim and real turn yeah right they're very beat up like they are suffering the effects of the car crash they're bleeding everywhere they look like they barely lived right and they're now like all of a sudden afraid for their lives you're like wait a second this movie just got
1: real yeah it's no longer about the prototype they're just trying to escape bullets that are coming out of them and they're scared
0: and they run down this uh alleyway and prince
1: humperdinck is like a fucking great shot uh, because he shoots he, Jay Leno at like two hundred yards with a, a fucking snub nose thirty eight. It
0: doesn't shoot that far. Yeah, he's a great shot because he makes the gun shoot farther than it can shoot.
1: Maybe uh, he added on a uh,
0: gyro rocket gun. Yeah, he did. Okay, he, he just keeps it in the front of his pants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> then all guns work good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So Jay Leno's now shot in the back of the leg, and he's like down he can't walk
0: he's said he's like get out of here save yourself yeah I'm, I'm done for i'm done for he's sacrificing himself to save his friend now like mm-hmm. like oh my god this is taking such a grim turn
1: right and 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 humperdinck's gotten back into his car he's not just gonna walk up and shoot them both he's gonna fucking run them over in his car yeah in an alleyway they've got nowhere to go
3: Except well, they could him. run to the other side of the alleyway and get out of the alley, but, you know, well, one guy's got r- a bum leg.
1: You're just going to be run over anyways <laughs> at the end of that alley. You know, he's in a car. You can't r- outrun a car. So what do you do? You fucking run at the car.
0: Yeah. Pat Morita starts charging the car.
1: Yelling. Ah, that's a game of fucking chicken.
0: And you're like, oh, he's not really going to fucking do the thing from. Oh, he's going to do the thing. Good guys wear black. He can't. Oh, my God. He's going to do the thing from good guys were black.
1: Uh, or Brock Sampson. Well, Brock Sampson uh, sits in the chair afterwards and takes over driving.
0: Yeah, That's no, Brock Sampson best. does it the best. Yeah. Um,
1: no, Pat Morita jumps into the air, smashes his foot through the windshield, and not only kicks Humperdinck in the face, he crushes his head
0: with his feet. Yeah, his foot goes through his head. Yes! But it again, with the realness of this, like he's stuck in there like his foot got all fucked up and the bone from his foot went through the guy's face and his leg is stuck in another person's head uh-huh. and he can't get out. Yeah, the car's and just the, coasting around with a with a man on the hood. And he looks like he might be dead. Uh-huh. And Jay Leno's barely able to get off the ground and he's like dragging him off and they're like both dying. You're like, God, why did this get so real? Or did it
1: mean to? Was it
0: accidentally real? Because it's like, why did this get so real? But it can't be because he just Flying kicked a man to death through a windshield. Right. Uh,
1: and the car explodes, and then... Humperdinck is super dead. Well, he was super dead anyways because we saw his head come apart.
0: Yeah. Um. Cut to them at the airport. Cut to them at the airport? Oh, back to shenanigans, everybody. Yeah. Oh, God. And uh, apparently the lady cop from the beginning is now Jalena's girlfriend. Right,
1: right. And uh, she got a package at the duty free, I guess. <laughs> that is the fucking turbocharger. It's the turbocharger. The prototype. Pat Marina gets to take it back to Tokyo and be like, here you go, Dotson. Here's your
0: fucking turbocharger back. And one of the fun things for me about when they cut to the airport is that I'm like, wait, the movie's over? And I was like, oh, I guess they did resolve all of the things in that last scene. Except for one. Derek Jared. Why well, he just fucked off. Right. Oh, oh,
1: that's right. He just fucked off. So that's done.
3: <laughs> He's like, I guess I'll just put. <clears throat> he was like, I guess I'll just put the regular turbocharger in my new fancy car.
0: Yeah, right. This is the. Just- he
3: has you know, still has his money. Well, it's right. just becomes
0: it, the next DeLorean, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't go as fast as it was supposed to because the DeLorean was supposed to have a, a, a large Vonkel.
1: Right, and uh, instead it was filled with cocaine.
0: Um, for,
1: usually I like to say freeze-frame credits, but I get a special occurrence here. This
0: was very S- special.
1: Split-screen freeze-frame credits. I had never boom, seen boom, this shakalaka. before. Neither have I. I was like,
0: oh, wait, they both get a freeze-frame? That's special. Yes.
1: The only way it could have been better was if... Uh, uh, What's-his-name-from-America-3000 jumped up in the
0: air with a boombox. <laughs> yeah, like there was a third one. It just sort of like nudges its way into the bottom. Like, he's just down there like, I'm here. Look at me. Uh, That's the
1: movie, kiddos. Who's leading questions?
0: I have a good question to start with. Uh-huh. What the fuck happened to Ernie Hudson? <laughs> right!
1: He just... Maybe they ran out of money And couldn't pay him to be in the
0: film anymore He was the scenes that got dropped I guess I don't don't, know He just isn't in the movie anymore at a certain point
1: Right, he and Jared are at that uh, Barbecue dance club Nightclub
0: thing With the gyrojet rocket gun (laughs) That also doesn't have Really anything to do with anything
1: And only gets fired one time One time
0: You can't have a Fucking JRO
1: jet rocket gun and only shoot it once, man. That's yeah. a, that's the, your whole movie right there, uh, uh, Jackie.
3: Do you think that they still write each other Christmas cards?
1: Pat Morita and uh, Jay Leno, or I mean, you mean, you mean the characters, not the
3: yeah, characters. the characters.
1: Um, I bet you that there probably was like hope that there would be a collision course too when Jay Leno goes to Tokyo and has to fight the Yakuza. I bet you they wanted that relationship to continue.
0: It's because of the skeletal structure and the way the movie hits its sort of emotional points Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exactly the same way that Rush Hour does. Right. I just can't imagine that the Rush Hour was a successful reincarnation of this and it had been planned to do three the first time.
1: Yeah,
0: right.
1: So absolutely, Jackie. They're besties. They are Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a similar... Not just... The comedian cop, when they both talk like this. Right. Yeah. Too similar. Okay.
1: uh, Anybody else? I don't have a single question because I just don't care.
0: My other question was, how come was no sequel, but we just covered it. Yeah.
1: What happened?
0: And we'll never know what happened to Arnie Hudson.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Final recommendations. Team, uh, Jackie, this is your movie, so you are going to start. I thought I got to go Last. All right. Fine. You, you need some time to think about it, do <laughs> Yes. Sam, how about you?
0: Okay. Well, because it's got Jay Lillen in it, this isn't good. This isn't a real fun watch, but mm-hmm. I had enough fun with it. And because of th- who's in it and because of the stupid ending, I'm going to give it a barely do. Okay. I'm give it a 51% due. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I see, I'm at a 50 even. 50 and even. And before, if it hadn't been for Pat Morita kicking through the windshield... It would have been four, and I would have been like, no, but yeah. that was fucking bananas. It got an entire star yeah. because of that whole fucking thing. Um, so mean- I'm barely a don't. I just couldn't stand it. It's just so fucking boring and not funny and
0: lackluster. Sure. One of the other points that I really enjoyed in its terribleness was... The music is worse in this oh, than in most movies. Like I have a hard time thinking of other movies that do such a bad job with the music. The music in this is
1: awful. It's awful music that doesn't fit the context of the film. Oh, yeah.
3: Ugh. All right, your turn, Jax. What you got? I'm going to give it a do not. Oh, no. the tiebreaker! Just because, um, like you said, the, the kicking through the windshield was the coolest part.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But for me... The storyline was slow, nothing happens, the jokes fall flat. Yeah. And there are points that you you it's just so terrible that you just you don't even realize that they're trying to be funny.
1: Right. You're right. just like,
3: oh, that was a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay.
1: Uh yeah.
3: So I'm gonna give it a do not.
1: It's a disappointing do not. Sure. This should yeah. have been like we all went into this one thinking that it was gonna be like uh real men type. Sure. Awesome. And boy is it not. Boy is it not. All right. Um, we don't have any streaming do's and don'ts this weekend, uh, but uh, we do have a special treat. Uh, we're gonna do a film story, gang. If you do or do not remember, uh film story is where I rip off the dollop, starring uh, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds podcast, uh, and I uh, read a story to my friends who have no idea what the topic is going to be about. So, can you guys leave? Because I got some friends coming in.
0: Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wow! You. It's
1: not as mean as your one. Sam. No. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yes. 1921, Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard. Uh, wait, Lieutenant Colonel Chow- Charles Howard Berry. Chowder Berry. He's got two titles, official titles, and three names.
0: Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard yes. Berry. <laughs> well, Lieutenant Colonel is a rank.
1: <laughs> right. That's too many uh, words to describe one man. Uh, he led a British Mount Everest reconnaissance expedition, in 19, as I said, 1921, crossing the Lockpah Law at uh, 21,000 feet, where he found footprints that he believed were probably caused by a large, loping gray wolf which in the soft snow formed double tracks rather than the shape of a barefooted man. You guys have any clue where we're going?
0: <laughs> well, I'm thinking it's probably the Bigfoot. Um,
1: he adds that his Sherpa guides at once volunteered that the tracks must be that of the wild man of the snows, to which they gave the name Metocongbe. So Sasquatch? Yetis. Uh, Metocongbe. Meto translates as man bear, and Kongmi translates as snowman. The Abominable snowman. In S- fact,
0: I would actually like there to be a snowman bear.
1: A snowman bear?
0: Yeah, like snow. No, or not snowman bear. Snow man bear.
1: Oh, like a, uh, he's a, a man, man bear, bear, bear that's
0: kind of whitish, but it's made out of snow. No, just a sn- like that lives in the snowies. <laughs> I think snowy they, man bear, like a polar bear. No, a, a man bear. <laughs> yeah. what's, a, what's a man bear? What, what the fuck do you think it is? It's a man and a bear. <laughs> like, duh. Like Brundlefly. No, like a fucking man and a bear. Like it's half man, half bear. Wait, yeah. so
1: like split in the middle, like a like a centaur, like the bottom half is man and the top is bear. <laughs>
0: no, it's, just, it's mostly just a bear, but like it's got Jack Lemmon's head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: And it's white and snowy.
3: Is oh, it, it's the man bear.
0: Is it friendly or uh, aggressive? No, it's just. More crotchety than anything. <laughs> it's grumpy. It's a grumpy man bear. <laughs> Snowy grumpy man bear. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Right. Henry Newman, a longtime contributor for The Statesman in Calcutta, interviewed the porters. I don't know what the porters are that might be an autocorrect here. Uh of the Everest reconnaissance expedition on their return to Jar The Porters would be the people that are carrying stuff. Yeah. Oh
3: they're people mules.
1: Not the people that pour wine.
3: No. No. Okay. <laughs> you know, because they got to take those when they're climbing a mountain. Right.
1: You need, uh, you need to get drunk at uh, 20,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he interviewed them on their uh, return to Darjeeling, which I didn't even know was a fucking place. Yeah. I thought it
0: was just a movie title. No, the Darjeeling Limited is a train that's been going for a very long time, That that's its des- final destination.
1: Where's Darjeeling? India. Ah. Can you name specifically?
0: Nope. Okay. <laughs> I know about three things about India to be honest with you yeah
1: everything I learned about India I learned in that
0: movie Lion so uh, okay I learned everything about India in the the movie (laughs) (laughs) Gunday. so I just don't want to really tout that I have any knowledge of the country because Gunday wasn't very educational
1: did you know that in India everybody has superpowers and can dance really strangely they do
3: on top of a moving (laughs) train yeah
1: and be it all super shirtless and handsome, uh. And give us Brianka Chopra.
0: who was she's in another show that's not working out. I think. Is oh yeah,
1: happening. Because
0: mm. uh, she was in the one about Baywatch. the FBI.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quantico
0: or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I thought she's got another series now that's not not doing good.
1: Okay. Uh, so Newman, this reporter, after interviewing these guys, uh, mistranslated the word "meto" as "filthy." substituting the term abominable, perhaps out of artistic license. Thus, the name abominable abominable snowman
3: entered the lexicon.
0: Versus something that would have been better, which was snowy man bear.
3: (laughs) Snowy man bear. Yeah, I mean, they really just screwed the pooch on that one.
1: Makes for great uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons, though. Yeah. Abominable snowman. Uh, 1925. Photographer and member of the Royal Geographical Society N.A. Tom Bazzy, which I like the last name Tom Bazzi quite a bit, uh, reaches 15,000 feet above snow level. So, above snow level. <laughs> wow, wow, I'm way up
3: here. <laughs> What's he doing up there? I'm
2: in space. <laughs> I can touch the sun.
0: <laughs> this is what Snowy Man Bear sees.
1: <laughs> uh,. He reaches 15,000 feet above sea level okay. near the Zemo Glacier of the Himalayas in India. At a distance of about 200 to 300 yards, he spots a creature that says, Unquestionably, the figure in outline was exactly like a human being, walking upright and stopping occasionally pull at some dwarf rhododendron bushes. It showed up dark against the snow, and as far as I could make out, wore no clothes. Hmm. Mm. Naked man bear. Did they see his wiener?
3: I don't know. Was that like in the documentary?
1: Documentary. The documentary of that you're on right now.
3: Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> nope. His dick was not in it.
3: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just questioning it because you know if it's, I saw him his silhouette against this the snow.
1: You know how most animals, uh, other than us humans, have uh you know the penis sheath
0: like yeah. dogs and cats and uh-huh. do gorillas have penis sheaths? I don't know.
1: I don't know anything about I'm gorilla really, chunk.
0: I'm really relatively unconcerned with animal penises.
1: Uh, I think it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> because we need now need to know: Would uh, uh, Sasquatch have uh, an exposed ding dong or not? Or would it be like in his uh, tummy? You know, like a dog.
0: Hmm. Questions. Yeah. Questions. Yes. Bigfoot's dick. Bigfoot stick. I, I heard, hear it smells. I hear it smells
1: bad. Um. About two hours later, Tom Bazzy and his companions descended the mountain and saw the creature's prints, described as similar in shape to those of a man, but only six to seven inches long by four inches wide. The prints were undoubtedly those of a biped.
3: What's a biped?
1: Uh, two two-legged critter walks on two legs. Oh, okay. Bipedal, okay. bi meaning two. Oh, bicycle. Okay, Ped, never mind. Meaning uh,
3: <laughs> foot.
1: Yeah, right. This is the first major documented sighting of the critter we like to call the Yeti. Now, the Yeti
3: had been Wait, a, I what? thought we were talking about the abominable snowman. Yeti, and spaghetti and Yeti?
1: Spaghetti Yeti! <laughs>
3: <laughs> now we're going to Old Smokey? Jesus! Old Smokey? I'll cover with cheese. Yeah, I lost my poor meatball. When somebody sneezed. It, it rolled off the table. Because of Yeti? Spaghetti Yeti. Okay. Spaghetti Yeti. All right. So, wait, are they the same thing?
1: Yes, Yeti and Abominable Snowman are the same thing. Oh. But the snowy man bear is much more majestic. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Yeti had been a creature of folklore and legend throughout the Himalayans for centuries, as told by the Lepcha people and followers of the Bong religion. The bon. Bong? Might as well be. It's Bon, but, you know, the Bong religion. Uh,
0: I got swept up into that in a
1: college. Yeah. The yeah. Bong religion? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Did a lot of praying. <laughs> I was almost considered a holy man. Think I saw God twice.
2: <laughs> I can touch the
0: sun! <laughs> yeah. Might have just been my VCR.
1: <laughs> uh, they worshipped the Yeti as the glacier being, or the god
3: of the hunt.
0: Huh. Hmm. What? Okay.
3: I would think that the hunting the sense. glacier thing would be more like mermaid.
1: Like... Like the frozen man from uh, The Simpsons? Like, there's just a Yeti frozen in the snow. <laughs> like, it's the glacier being. Like that?
3: No, like a oh. mermaid. Why? How a is mermaid. a mermaid going to be
1: a
0: part of a glacier?
3: She just sit she, there on the glacier and la la la. She's
0: not in the glacier, she's just hanging out? On top of the glacier? Yeah. What the fuck is a fish lady doing up there?
3: Well, you know, cleaning her fin. I don't think that makes a whole lot of no, sense. No, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> Let's keep this to proper cryptozoology. Fucking weirdo. Jesus.
3: How does a mermaid wash her fins? I don't know. With tide. Boom.
0: Boom, boom. That's it. That's end of show.
1: Thanks for listening. We will never be dumber than that.
2: Uh Okay, never mind, go on.
1: But it wasn't until the early nineteen fifties the Western society became caught up in what I like to call
0: confetti for my bro yeti. Confetti, confetti for spaghetti yeti.
1: Wee! We love the yeti. That's
0: why spaghetti's good. It's like confetti, but it's food. Nope. <laughs> you can throw it around. I wouldn't advise it. <laughs>
1: In 1951, Eric Shipton, famed expeditionary, uh, who at one point held the record for highest peak climbed, took photos of giant footprints etched into the snow, showing a distinct shape about a foot long, but way too wide to be human. These images are the most famous evidence, quote unquote, of the Yeti to date. If you've seen any photo of anything, you've seen this photo.
0: I don't think I've seen it.
1: It's, I don't think I've seen
3: it's, it either. It's, it's just a picture of a snowy. So it's snowy, not that fucking great. It's a, it's a <laughs> <Yeah>. snowy
1: footprint <laughs> with a pickaxe next to it to give scale. No, I've uh, never seen this. I haven't seen it.
3: Okay, all right. So I know, think you're tooting your own horn no, there. No, I'm talking
1: to you our listeners, not you fucking idiots. Well, <laughs>
0: I think we got to be real. The, it, the Janet Jackson Warburg old malfunction is a much more popular photograph. <laughs> <laughs> yep. People still talking about that. Yep, Not not the Yeti. Not the Yeti. In
1: 1953, Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay, who I've that's arguably my favorite name of all time, Tenzing Norgay. I yeah. I fucked up. Tenzing Norgay! Yes. Yes. You, Jackie, have you ever heard of Sir Edmund Hillary and uh, Tenzing Norgay?
3: No.
0: I had a Hillary tent when I was a kid.
1: Uh, Sir Edmund Hillary
0: tent? That was the brand. Sears... Catalog, of course, because everything in my life came from the Sears catalog. But, yeah, that's what they— uh, their line was named after Sir Edmund Hillary. Boom. Yeah. Because uh, it was like a tent that he would have stayed in when he became the first
1: man who
3: climbed Mount Everest. He wouldn't what have touched that piece n-
0: of shit with a 10-foot pole.
3: <sighs> what a nutter!
0: Why do people climb mountains?
3: That's what I want to know. It's just so dumb. Hey, let's go up this mountain where it could possibly die, run out of oxygen, and, and, and you I know, just become part one with the mountain because yeah. we're, you know... Not going to be able to drag the body back down. I used to do the ones that
0: were like 12,000 feet, but uh, I have no ambition to, nor did I. Like Everest just seems like, oh yeah, that's like, why, why would you want to play the numbers with your life that bad? Haven't, didn't you see what happened to Chris O'Donnell's dad? I didn't do that kind of climbing. It's like a <laughs> hike climbing. You know, you get up to the top. You just don't, like, scale the face of it. There's usually a way to walk up there. Yeah. Some minor climbing.
1: So you're not you're not a vertical limit? No, either. no. As a hiker. When are we going to do vertical limit? That needs to be done, man. Yeah, it'll happen. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Sir Edmund Hillary and uh, Tenzing Norgay were the first guys up uh, Everest ever. Ever. Uh, they reported seeing large footprints while on their way to being uh, the first two men to reach the summit of Everest. Wow, fuck, I'm an idiot. And forever entering the history books. Throughout 1953 and 1954, more and more sightings of tracks and lar- large apes in the Himalayans reached the West as more and more people with God complexes tried to kill themselves up the slopes of Everest and other mountains in the chain. What? That's, that's, that's my turn. There's theory. so
3: much easier ways to commit suicide uh, that don't require, like, effort. Like? Like, getting up a mountain to die. Well, you have a god complex.
1: I can touch the sun, literally, because I got all this money, and I'm an yeah. asshole. Uh, it reached a fever pitch, pitch fever pitch when the Daily Mail sent in a group led by John Angelo Jackson, who photographed symbolic paintings of the Yeti at the Tengbachi Goomba which is the local watering hole. I don't know what a
0: gumpa is. A uh, gumpa is sort of thing things in Mario. Oh, you smash him. Smash them. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: that seems related to uh, Sasquatch.
0: Uh, Jackson tracked
1: and photographed many prints in the f- snow, some of which could never be identified. In March, the Daily Mail printed a, an article about expeditions obtaining hair specimens from what was alleged to be a Yeti scalp found in the Pangboche Monastery. The hairs were black to dark brown in color and dim light and fox red in sunlight. The hair was analyzed by Professor Frederick Wood-Jones, an expert in human and comparative anatomy. During the study, the hairs were bleached, cut into sections, and analyzed microscopically. The research consisted of taking microphotographs of the hairs and comparing them with hairs from known animals, such as man bears, I mean bears, and orangutans. Jones was unable to pinpoint exactly the animal from which the Pangbachi hairs were taken. He was, however, convinced that the hairs were not of a bear or an anthropoid ape. He suggested that the hairs were from the shoulder of a coarse-haired-hoofed hair, animal. The shoulder? Yeah. yeah. How, they,
3: how do you determine it, it's shoulder hair? You know, like
1: back hair. Back hair is different than head hair, right?
0: Shoulder hair?
1: Like pube hair is like different a, than
0: your butt hair? Musk ox or something? Yeah. Hmm. It's a musk ox. It's a furry ox that lives in the snowy regions. Are they musky? Yeah, I guess they smell bad. So maybe their dicks are also like Bigfoots. They're probably like other ox's dicks. Smelly <laughs> and big. Big smelly.
1: Big smelly ox dicks. dicks.
0: <laughs> I don't think that can
1: be seen at the uh, Tijuana Donkey Show. Ew! Nothing. Should That's be seen. gross. Well, I'm just saying. You know. You know, everybody's seen it, you know. I haven't. I haven't.
3: I never want to see that. That's fucking
1: gross. You know, I mean, if you go to TJ, that's, you know. Oh. It's like uh, like uh, visiting the uh, the mall in Washington, D.C. You go to TJ, hey, did you
0: see the donkey show? And no. Of course I saw the donkey show. I took my kids there.
1: Hey, look, kids. <laughs> took pictures. It may be the thing that's
0: keeping me out of TJ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Uh, this study only furthered the fever of Yeti. Now, you might be wondering at this point, what the fuck does this have to do with movies? We're getting there. Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, right.
3: Oh, oh. what was that one that we just watched with the little Yeti? What was
1: that called? To Catch to a catch Yeti. Yeti. Yeah.
0: To Catch a Yeti. With uh, Meatloaf. Yeah. A Yeti.
1: Bet you Meatloaf's dick stinks. Um, Thomas Baker. <laughs> what?
3: Yeah, I bet his dick stinks. Huh? Probably smells like meatloaf.
0: Why? <laughs> <laughs> or does it smell like meatloaf? The man? Yes, I guess it does. <laughs> but what does is, what is meatloaf the man smell like? That's the real question. Meatloaf. Old Spice. I wonder what he calls his dick because
1: it's a meatloaf. Yeah. On meatloaf that smells like meatloaf. It's a
3: double meatloaf day. <laughs>
1: Gonna shove some meatloaf in you, lady. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Maybe...
0: You ready
3: for my meat
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, it's meatloaf!
0: Maybe Here comes he calls... the
3: ketchup baby. I can't hold it in.
0: To catch a baby?
3: <laughs> Here comes the ketchup baby.
0: Ketchup? I can't hold it <laughs> Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. I wouldn't put ketchup on meatloaf with a man. <laughs>
1: I don't think you got a clue what's going on here, Oh, buddy.
0: yeah. All right, enough okay. about me, love. Okay. Uh,
1: Thomas Baker, Tom Slick Jr., was born on May 6, 1916. He was heir to the Slick Oil Company and the Cushing Oil Field. The Oil la- Slick is a company? Slick Oil. His last name is Slick. Sure. But it's, yeah, Oil Slick. <laughs> that sucks. Slick Oil. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Cushing Oil Field, the largest oil field in Oklahoma at the time. Because Tom Slick, who had now become close friends with Howard Hughes, was dripping with rich oil handed down by Papa Tom Slick, the king of the wildcatters, there was only one career choice for him. adventurer specializing in the pursuit of cryptozoology! That's the only thing! <laughs> the there's only really, thing! There's
0: really only one option left <laughs> open in my world, and it's definitely an adventurer <laughs> uh, seeking cryptozoology uh, discoveries. <laughs> I, I've kind of, you know, burned the bridges behind me on the other uh, career paths.
1: What's your, what's your qualifications? Filthy fucking rich.
0: I've got uh, more money than God. Oh, okay, <laughs> come or, come right along. Uh, who's your friend with the jars of pee? That's Howard Hughes. Don't mind him. He's a genius, but just if you talk to him, it's not going to be good. <laughs> So he led expeditions to find uh,
1: Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, uh, the Trinity Alps giant salamander. What? Um, That, I guess, was a thing. Sure. Okay. Is that like the Beast of Yucca Flats?
0: Uh, It's probably like a salamander that's like eight inches long, but it's giant salamander, right? (laughs) Not like an actual six-foot salamander. That would be ridiculous.
1: (laughs) And then you pick it up and you're like,
3: found it! The tail falls off. Right, you just
1: go
0: home because it's like, well, that's over. You pet it, and your hand melts off. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to tell you. forgot to tell you about that. Slime's acidic. Salamanders are poisonous. Like
1: Bigfoot's or like meatloaf's ketchup?
0: No, like salamander's poison.
1: <laughs> I, think, I thought you could have a salamander.
0: You can. You just don't want to eat them. Oh. Some of them will kill you. I don't want to eat them because that would be gross. I think you can lick certain salamanders and get high. Oh, yeah but you can lick other salamanders and get dead. Mm. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> but I don't know that any of the salamanders actually enjoy being licked.
1: Probably not. Uh, he also hunted Bigfoot and, of course, the Yeti. In 1956, he wanted to lead expeditions into Tibet to find the little bugger, but wanted to go in a little too hard. He wanted choppers, tons of men on the ground, dog sled,
3: dog sleds, more choppers, and some bazookas. This does not sound like an adventurer to me. Well, that's Yeah, there's a... He sounds like a fucking dickhead. No, what He's not going to get that? out of the plane. He's like, dude, it's fucking cold out there. No.
1: So I'm going to shoot bazookas? Bazookas
0: at it. That's The bazooka is a real red flag when we're talking about discovering things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because usually, if you discover something with a bazooka, you really can't be sure if you discovered it.
1: <laughs> right. There's two ways to say, got it.
0: Yeah. And what no. was it? I don't know. I just blew it up with I, the bazooka. I got it. I
1: I got it with got the bazooka. It. Yeah. Oh, we needed
0: you to get it. Get it. Or see it or take a fucking
1: oh, picture. Oh fuck. Boy, I screwed that
0: up pretty bad.
1: Yeah. Sounds like worst adventure ever. Yeah, let's def- <laughs> move on.
0: <laughs> it was definitely a Yeti and not a deer. <laughs> Even though that leg over there looks kinda like it used to be on a deer.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Bammy got exploded. Unsurprisingly, uh, Tibetan officials told him no. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Nope. Not doing it. Uh, He continued to lobby for access until March of 57, when he was finally granted uh, access to Nepal's Arun Valley. He showed up with cages and traps and repeatedly ventured into territory he likely didn't have access to. It was his willingness to go deep and evade discovery that led the motherfucking cia to contact him as a recon spy on chinese activities in the region huh the cia's back
0: sure so, so it, far
3: the only link is howard hughes to movies okay we're getting
0: there uh well there's also the missing lincoln uh even though they really have done a lot better with the fossil record since that term was coined <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep uh it was Yet, it was a rumor of something held within the Pong Bachi Monastery that really got his blood pumping.
0: Do you think they play bocce ball there? At the Pong Bocce? Yeah. Bocce Pong? Bocce Pong would be dangerous. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like like ping pong and bocce ball together? Because they're big and hard? Yeah. Like Meatloaf's dick. (laughs) I guess it's got ketchup on it. I'm not sure, though.
1: It's got ketchup in it!
0: He has ketchup in his dick? (laughs) That, that doesn't make any sense. He's just she's just peeing name. blood. He needs to go to the doctor.
1: <laughs> Look, I got two problems. It
0: smells awful, and I'm peeing blood. And I'm peeing blood.
1: <laughs> hey, aren't you uh, Meatloaf? Yeah. I almost cut his head. Hey, aren't, yeah. aren't you Bigfoot? are <laughs> you
0: No, God damn it, but I get that a lot. I get that
1: mixed up so much. Um, can you sign my chest? Who the fuck is Meatloaf. <laughs> I we're Bigfoot.
0: Is that lipstick? No, it's uh, it's piss it's blood. <laughs> he signed my chest with piss blood. <laughs>
1: um, uh, so so what got him pumping is blood pumping. Back to the story uh, at the Pangbachi monastery uh, was the hand of a yeti, allegedly. So he immediately said, "Screw you!" to his spying job and yeti cages, and took a st- team straight to the monastery where the monk showed him the hand. It was mostly just bone held together with wire. Next to it was the scalp from that we talked about earlier. Sure. Or the shoulder, whichever it may be. The monk said that many years before, a monk went into a cave to take a nap. Cave nap. But instead found a yeti who himself was napping.
0: <laughs> Wait, we... He's... So somebody found the Yeti by taking a nap.
1: He's like, well, I'm done with this. I could go sleep at the monastery where my bed is at. Uh, sure, it's made of rock, but uh, whatever. I'll go sleep in this cave. Wait, it's occupied.
0: By a Yeti? <laughs> by a
1: napping Yeti.
0: By a, so they can't smell that bad.
1: I guess
2: not.
0: Yeah.
1: Or maybe they like have a peaceful uh, uh, air about them when
0: they're napping. So there's a guy that says he took a nap with a Yeti, though.
1: Oh No, he says, fuck this. There's a fucking Yeti in there. Uh, he runs away. And but he came back later to find the, the Yeti was dead. I don't know how long later. It's just a dumb story.
0: So he wasn't napping. I don't think.
1: I think he was dead. <laughs> I think he was dead. He was, a dead he was Yeti. taking a
0: nap earlier, but now he looks pretty dead. <laughs> Did he look the same when he was taking a nap, Steve? I tried to greet him yeah. with
1: uh, by stabbing him in the chest with a knife. Yeah. And uh, you know, hey, how you doing? How's your nap?
0: So thrown. what happens with this? They find a dead Yeti?
1: No, he, he's, that's how he got the stuff. He says that he found this the stuff dead Yeti, top, chopped off his hand, and took his scalp and brought it back to the monastery. Huh. His uh, shoulder scalp. Yeah, whatever. Well, he says it's scalp, but the testing says it's probably shoulder. Um, So Slick, of course, wanted both of these and asked if he could take them back to America for testing. The monk said that the items were sacred and could never leave the monastery. So Slick slumped off in defeat.
3: Oh, he didn't, like... Steal it. Yeah. Well, hold on. Go in and, like, rip a finger off of the hand mm-hmm. and... He was mm-hmm. like,
0: I like to find things with bazookas, and you just told me no.
3: <laughs> so I'm going to fucking steal his shit, and if, I'm going to blow up your
1: monastery. If you hear the sound of a chopper cu- approaching, uh, yeah. uh, don't worry about it. Um, Just the next year, and Slick was still obsessed. He'd injured himself in a bus accident while on his way to hunting Yeti. So he had to ask his friend Peter Byrne to go back to the monastery and try again without him. Byrne had a little success. He was able to negotiate a trade: one yeti finger for sixteen hundred or one hundred and sixty bucks, and a human finger. Okay, what? What?
0: Did he you, you get a hot dog on the way?
1: I don't know where the, the, the story is not explained. Where the human finger fucking
0: f- finger this is? Well, that's the only way that you get a finger on accident is from a hot dog package.
1: Oh, like he opened up a... Hey, there's... Hmm, what's this? Yeah, it's a finger. Do I eat it? No, well, I think I'll trade with it. This is barter material. Why do they want a finger? What are they going to do with the finger? How did he have a finger? Did he bring the finger or was it just on him and like, oh, well, I, you know, I could give you a finger. Because <laughs> it wasn't his finger, right? Well, I hope it's not his finger. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is his finger. Like, it would have
0: to be his one. finger. Go ahead. There's not really any other reason <laughs> there would be... A finger.
3: I don't know. I mean, could you just give him a pinky? That one's pretty, like, you don't really use it too much. Yeah. If you had to give a finger away, which one would you give?
0: I'd try to give him a toe away and see if I could fool him.
3: (laughs) Hairy toe.
0: I bet it would backfire, though, and I ended up losing a toe and a finger.
1: (laughs) Speaking of uh, missing toes and fingers, back in the United States, Mr. James Stewart... Oh, boy. ...was arguably the biggest actor in the world. With Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, The Philadelphia Story, for which he he won only his only Oscar for. I sure. didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful life, and rope already under his belt. Jimmy took on a new type of role in a movie about a somewhat eccentric man who befriends a benign but mischievous creature from Celtic mythology and just happens to be an invisible six-foot, three-and-a-half-inch tall... Invisible rabbit named Harvey. Harvey. Spot <laughs> a rabbit the only I can see. It. <laughs> Jackie, you ever seen Harvey?
3: No, it sounds it, dumb. No, Harvey's a good movie. Yeah,
1: it's a real good movie.
3: It's it's a, it's a little, it's a little uh, the the
1: the the, the uh, point or the price of admission is a little uh, what's that called? What am I trying to say? Here? Price
0: of admission is a little high. Well, no, it's like uh,
1: it's for the advanced class. Yeah, You don't I'm just happy. watch Harvey like, oh, okay. You got to be ready for Harvey. Yeah, you do have to be ready for Harvey. Um, in 19, 1958, Jimmy happened to be visiting Calcutta with his wife, Gloria. He'd known Tom Slick for years, likely through his connections from uh, Howard Hughes. It wasn't a surprise when Slick contacted him and said he needed a quick little favor.
0: Oh, all right. What do you need? I'm already out of jars. Tell Howard I'm out of <laughs> jars.
1: <clears throat> Peter Byrne was stuck in India trying to get back to England but would never get through customs with a friggin' finger in his lo- luggage. I don't know how he got to the monastery with a f- finger in his luggage, but whatever. So his Slick's plan to give the finger to Jimmy?
0: <laughs> Wait, he's giving the finger to Germany?
1: <laughs> to Jimmy.
0: Oh, I, a lot of people gave Jimmy the finger. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, that's what they call him. Jimmy the finger. Finger Jimmy. Jimmy fingers. So it was Slick's plan to give the finger to Jimmy, and he would sneak it through. They hid the grody thing, in Gloria's lingerie case stuffed into her bras. (laughs) A finger. Yeah. Of a Yeti. In her underwear. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. No customs officer would rummage about in the naughty bits belonging to the wife of the world's most famous actor, right? Wrong.
3: Right. (laughs) Nothing happened. Huh. Well, I thought that you said that this finger would just be the bones. Well, it, yeah, it's the bones of the Yeti,
1: but it's a, it's a fucking finger either way. Yeah, it's just bones. It's gross.
3: Mm, I don't know if it's gross. You would
0: carry uh, across the, the world bones in your bras. It's not as bad as if it was like a three-day-old finger.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's obviously grosser, but uh, it's still gross, right? No. Oh, you don't think it's gross? Okay. No. No. Plus,
0: if you're trying to get a three-day-old finger through customs, there's really only one way to do it. Up the old... uh,
1: The prison package. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the prison pocket? (laughs) Yeah, the prison pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Uh, The finger was analyzed by a friend of Tom's and determined to be from a hominid, possibly a Neanderthal. Whoopee. Well, in 1962, Tom died when his airplane exploded midair in Montana on his way to hunt in Canada. Probably Maybe looking some, for
0: Squatch. He was probably, somebody was looking for him.
1: Maybe. With a bazooka. Yeah. Hey, buddy, remember these? Yeah. I found him. Fucking chop it pilot, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's probably Howard Hughes. Give me back my piss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's unsanitary. Give it to me. <laughs>
1: Uh, eventually, the story of the hand became famous, and even was in un- unsolved mysteries. Then, some buttholes snuck into the monastery and stole the rest of the hand. Oh, totally bumming out the monks! In the decades since it went missing, the monks have had some pretty hard times. Apparently, they uh, they were making money off of uh, people coming in. So they charged people like, "Hey, give me uh, give me a couple bucks, and you can look at this hand." Yeah. And now they don't have that, so they're out of cash, and uh, I guess they can't make beer. Like uh, the other monks do.
0: That's in Belgium. Whatever. Or it's do karate? Even.
1: Maybe they could do karate
0: no, that's, and like fight. Uh, ninjas. Shaolin, Shaolin yeah. monks. Okay. All right. What do these monks do? Nepal? Yeah, I, they're like the Dalai Lama guys. Oh. Yeah, they chant. Okay, they they're peaceful. Yeah.
3: And they show you uh, yeti hands. Yeah, yeti. I think they eat yak. Hmm.
0: I've heard yak sizzler is delicious. <laughs>
3: yak sizzler.
0: Yeah. So it's yak, and then but they cook the plate that it's cooked on is served to you. So it shows up at your table sort of still cooking.
1: Oh, I thought you meant there was like a, a Tibetanese version of sizzler Sizzler. called yak sizzler. Yeah. For old people that go there and they can get, uh, uh, that musk ox. Yeah.
0: Instead of the sizzler, they just goes, (laughs) that's the commercial.
1: Right. Uh, so to compensate, to help these guys out, uh, weta workshop sure the uh, people that made lord of the rings they made them a new one uh, the graphics and uh or not the graphics but uh they built a phony yeti hand and said hey we made this for you, you guys can have this so that's should, pretty cool
0: yeah i don't think people are gonna pay to see a fake yeti hand
1: well yeah, it's made by weta that's cool like, i guess hey, i am I'm, I'm here at Pangbashi. i don't even know where this is what am i gonna do Well, we could charge you a dollar to see a fake Yeti hand that was made by uh, Frodo.
0: The possible real Yeti hand was probably like $6 a head.
1: Yeah. It's better than nothing. I mean, what else are you going to do in India, right?
0: India and What are we talking about? Who
1: cares? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Mm. So was the hand a real Yeti? Nope.
0: Of course not.
1: In 2011, DNA testing was done on the remaining samples, and it was just from some dude. Just a human hand.
0: Yeah guy oh. wearing a bunch of muskox on his shoulder.
1: Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was like Burt Reynolds.
0: It was just a dead guy in a cave.
3: <laughs> and they cut his fucking hand off and, and they were like, yeah, hand. And
0: jackass <laughs> mutilated his body and brought it to monks.
3: Right. Where
1: they made money off of it for a few years uh, and uh, became uh, a famous part of history thanks to uh, what a workshop. Got to meet Frodo. So they
0: probably were, I mean, they were there before the thing, so they didn't weren't always dependent on this money. No. They probably had, like, cable and hot tubs in the back because uh-huh. of it, and they're like, oh, they were really on hard times. It was like, no, you just got to get rid of your cable and this hot tubs. Well, we can't do that. No. What would we do? Chant? Chant. <laughs> cable and hot tubs. Cable and hot tubs. Back to the hot tub, boys. Woo! Yeah. Can't, uh-huh. can't listen to Lady Gaga on a... Dude's cut off hand. <laughs> Especially not a fake one. <laughs> no, it was a real, well, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, The one they have now is just a fake dude's hand.
1: Pretend version of a pretend version of a dude's hand. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Jimmy Stewart smuggled in a Yeti hand in England in his wife's underwear.
0: Technically, his wife was the smuggler.
1: and she was a bit of a plum smuggler
2: <laughs> plum smuggler
1: <laughs> sweater smuggler what do you what do you call those boob smuggler
0: or just a smuggler oh it's just yeah.
3: Yeah. but know. yeah
0: the no plum smuggler would be as if she likes to put balls in her mouth
1: <laughs> well who's to say who's to say uh, jimmy was a very happily married man why
0: always with the balls <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's better than Meatloaf's dick, right? You're like,
0: I, I guess it's okay, but maybe a wiener? <laughs> just for a little bit? All
1: right, there's your show, kids. Uh, next up is my pick. Believe it or not, I am totally unprepared, and I don't have one. But uh, ah! I will. So keep an eye out this week, and we'll let you know. Anything final, guys, here?
0: No. Okay. Except for... That you shouldn't look for things with bazookas. Probably not. And get to
1: your Yeti hunting chopper.
3: <laughs> Visit us at
1: www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.